Hello, and welcome to Business Owners Unite, the podcast where we explore the challenges, successes, and lessons learned from those who have navigated the exciting yet complex world of business ownership. Whether you're just starting out or you're a seasoned entrepreneur, this podcast is for you to help, inspire, and guide you on your business journey. So let's get started and unite the world of business owners, one story at a time. All right, Marissa, thank you so much for joining us today. I thought that just for the listeners who might not have heard of Dream Job Consulting, maybe a good place for us to start is to tell us a bit about yourself and, and what you do. Yeah, my name is Marissa. 11 years ago, I started my business. So it's my dream job, Careers Consulting. And it's a boutique HR careers consulting firm. And I help clients right across the board, uh, across the employee life cycle. So people contact me directly for assistance with professional resume writing, cover letters, um, interview coaching and preparing for that interview, careers, consulting. So yeah, I help people from the beginning of the uh, the process as they're a job seeker and finding their way right through to coaching them through how to get that interview and and have that successful story at the end of the day. So it's, it's great. I've been doing it for a long time. I love what I do. I'm super passionate and all my work's done virtually. So I have clients all over Australia. And That's I can awesome. help them over the phone and email. So it's a great little business. Yeah, absolutely. I think being able to work online before the pandemic and everything was quite unique. But now it's almost like everybody knows what it's all about, isn't it? It's crazy how much it's changed. It totally has. But yeah, the p- pandemic didn't affect me that much because I'd already been working from home for a while prior <laughs> to that. But it's a great thing to be able to move with the time and have those options. Yeah. Awesome. I know that we've worked together for a while as well, like in a professional capacity. And like, I've seen your business and how it's evolved over the years. It's great. You've got your own podcast, which is really cool as well. I thought maybe that might be something worth shouting out. Anybody watching right now, go check out yeah. my Dream Job Mentor podcast. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's on Apple, Spotify and all the other platforms that are available out there. And yeah, I've been working with Kyle since, what was it like, April this year. Um, and I just hit a thousand downloads today too, which is really cool. Very cool. Um, I've had a lot of good feedback from my clients. They're like, hey, Marissa, I've been listening. Like I've learned so many things and taken that wisdom with me. Um, each week, every Monday, Kyle helps me do a short and sharp bite-sized episode. And I share different pearls of wisdom about job seeking, career-related topics. Yeah, so it's, it's a great um, free educational resource for anyone that's on their job seeking journey. It's really good. Like I've learned so much just by listening to it, to be honest. I, I don't know. I've been out of the job market for a long time working for myself as well. But it's interesting to know how much like the technology's changed in terms of how the software scans resumes and looks at all the kind of like cover letters and words. I found that really fascinating. But yeah, I guess you don't really, yeah. you don't really think about that stuff in the background, like how technology's really changed and, and leading the, the charge. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And a lot of people that come to me, I've got some clients who've been in one job for like 30 or 40 years and yeah. they've never needed a resume. They've got absolutely no idea how to approach anything. Um, and then you've got other job seekers who are in and out of the market all the time. So things are always changing. And a lot of people aren't aware of things like the applicant tracking system and what you need to do to format your documents to get you through some of those advances. So these are all the pearls of wisdom that I share on the podcast. And, um, yeah, I think there's something for everyone on there and you can certainly take something away and apply it to your career as That's you go. Awesome. That's awesome. I, I definitely know that having somebody like yourself who you can turn to and, and listen to as well, I think to get the insider's tips and HR and how this kind of all works is really valuable. 
and, and you've got a lot of experience. Like it's not just HR because you've got a, a bachelor's in business, HR. You've got uh, psychology yep. diplomas. I think two of those as well. Like yep. you've just been collecting papers. It's pretty, pretty impressive. Yeah. Like the background that you have. Yeah. What, what motivated you into getting into your own business? How did you take that leap? Because you've been doing your own thing now for over a decade. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Yeah, no, I straight out of high school, I went to, to uni and I did my Bachelor of Business and majored in HR. And I was like, oh, this is quite interesting. And I loved the people aspect of that and, and you know, dealing with people in the workplace and all the, the behavioral aspects behind why people do what they do as well in the workplace. I really was fascinated by that. And I got into HR and had worked in the private sector for a few years and then ended up getting into government and like working in recruitment. So I was in the front line. I was I was working for a local government at the time and I was doing so many resume reviews. You know, I'd get hundreds of applications for different positions, anything wow. from your labourer out on the construction site to truck drivers right through to the CEO and general All manager right. recruiting to that level as well. I really got a broad spectrum of understanding of different roles and also working on the front line in recruitment and doing the end-to-end recruitment literally from, and this is back in the day earlier before too many of the technological advances as well, even (laughs) before ATS came in. I was doing all the resume reviewing and I was sitting there looking, I had piles of resumes. I was looking through them and going, my goodness, I was time pressed. I had a lot of applications to read through and I really honed my understanding of what was effective in a resume document, what I liked to see um, as a time-pressed recruiter. So I really developed my knowledge and my skill set there. I think that was a great training ground for me working in in government. So yeah, and I used to do all the interviews there. I sat on selection panels. I did reference checks. The full scope of um, end-to-end recruitment, and I've brought that knowledge with me into my business. And then along the way, I got super interested in the psychology of why people do what they do and wanted to take it to that next step. So yeah, I went and did two diplomas in psychology and got to the point of in my registration and I just, yeah, deviated a bit from there. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to go out and start my own business. So I never ended up working as a psychologist as such, but I do have the qualifications to do so if I wanted to, but I can tell you now I'm not going to be because I love what I do. And I started my business back in 2012. So yeah, nearly 11 years ago. And um, yeah, here we are. So it's a great story. Haven't looked back. It's been a, a long journey. 11 years is definitely, you'd have to be successful to last 11 years. Cause I know the stats around businesses lasting the past five years, it's one out of 10 businesses or something crazy last more than five years. That might be a bit much actually. I can't remember what the numbers yeah. are, but it's pretty sad. Yeah, and they're pretty hard stats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's so cool. Yeah. I think for me, psychology has always been a super fascinating area. If I went back to school, I think it would definitely be to study psychology, especially for marketing and sales for me. Just understanding yeah. just why do people buy brands? But it doesn't mean that it's any better than something else, right? It's not better quality. It's not better price. But people go for that because there's so much different layers to it in terms of standards yes. and exclusivity. And it's just crazy that people will buy into these things. But yeah, the psychology yeah. would be amazing to learn. It's I didn't know that you were I didn't know you were qualified as like a, a psychologist and could actually yeah. Honestly, I got to the point where I was like, oh, do I really want to deal with 
people's problems? Probably not, but I did learn a lot throughout that process. And I actually don't regret studying it because um, as you can imagine, I have a lot of job seekers that come to me that are, you know, they have low self-esteem, they're lacking confidence, they don't feel good about themselves, they're getting rejected all the time inadvertently I'm still using my strategies and my um, at least indirectly and I'm helping people that way and and really providing them with support encouragement um, and the strategies and tools to start moving them forward and a lot of them are like I feel so much better after talking to you like you've given me all the, the tips and tricks and they end up getting interviewed and getting jobs and so I can use those skills I've got that way. And that's really satisfying for me. That's awesome. Yeah, I was going to say that must be super satisfying to be able to see people achieve their dream job, not to use your brand tagline. Yeah, 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 exactly. No, it's great. I love what I do. And I'm still just as passionate about it today as the day that I started my business. So this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And I have no doubt about it. Oh, good stuff, Marissa. No, it's very inspiring to hear. I think so many people are good at what they do. They jump into running their own business. And I'm not saying this is you, but there's so many people who don't realize how challenging running a business is because there's so much to it, right? It's not just being a good operator, being an amazing HR guru slash psychologist, career coach. It's also like the sales and marketing. It's the the finances. It's balancing the books. It's hiring staff, motivating a team. Man, it's hard work. So I don't know, like, have you found any challenges along the way, anything that you didn't expect when you jumped into your own business? Um, I just didn't realize, like everyone, when you start a business, you think it's all going to be like, hey, I'm going to do a bit of legwork and the hard work for a while, and then I'm going to kick back and no, it is <laughs> hard work. It is not for the faint hearted. And yeah, it really does. It's very challenging. It takes a lot out of you and you really need to be committed to what you're doing and relentless you know, because you do get times where there's setbacks and you do have a lot of challenges and you need to be able to pick yourself up off the ground and keep soldiering through and have that relentless mindset because it's tough. And with every industry, there's competitors. I know I've got a lot of competition in my field and you have to be creative about what am I going to do to be different from other people and what sets me apart and have that competitive advantage. So yeah, it's been difficult. You wear a lot of hats. As you said, you're the marketing person, you're the finance, you're the HR, everything. I don't get a lot of downtime. I'm pretty much a one-person business. Obviously, I've got yourself and a few other supports here and there, but essentially, I am the main woman and I am, yes, often spreading myself a little thin and it's hard, but these are the sacrifices that you make and you do have freedom at the end of the day and that's it's just working towards that work-life balance. I think we're all trying to pursue that and make that better for ourselves. So that's one of my goals as well. That's awesome. It's really great to hear because like we catch up often to talk about the marketing side of things, but to hear this is, wow, it's very inspiring. And also everything that you said is very true. I think we can all resonate with that. It's the whole reason I'm doing this podcast is to be able to share the stories of people going through their business and as well, making sure that people know they're not alone. Because I, I find that a lot of people running their own business are like, is it just me that's finding this tough? Is it just me that's having to hustle this hard? Man, I must be doing something wrong. It must be something that it's like you start feeling those feelings of imposter syndrome or that you're not good enough, that you're the reason things are going wrong. And it's no, running a business is hard bloody work. It's not just you. It is. And look, I admittedly, I'm a perfectionist, but you know what? I have to be in this line of work. I've got people paying me to write their application documents and spelling errors and things like that obviously I pride myself I am human (laughs) and we all make the odd error here and there but you know what this is 
my thing. I'm super analytical, super perfectionist. And sometimes that can work against me. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just got to relax a little and go, okay, not everything is going to be perfect all the time and you can do your absolute best. And I think that's a pearl of wisdom for business owners as well. Like you've got to be a little bit compassionate with yourself too, because I know I'm super hard on myself sometimes. I have very high expectations of myself and um, I'm always trying to work on that and loosen that a little bit because we can't be like that all the time and we've got to be a little bit forgiving and a bit yep. compassionate of ourselves. But I, I do ultimately believe that this personality that I have has gotten me where as much as there's drawbacks at times, it has gotten me to where I am because I'm super driven and, and a perfectionist. So there, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing, Marissa. I couldn't agree more with everything that you just said. I think the best advice I've been given is you've got to be kind to yourself and allow yourself to yeah. make mistakes and don't hold yourself to too high a standard because at the end of the day, perfection is a fool's error. Like it's good yeah. to strive for your very best, but pat yourself on the back when you have done that. It's, it yes. is hard work. And that's really good yeah. advice, I think, not just for business owners, but anyone in general. It's anyone like, in general. Yeah. yeah. Hardest <laughs> thing is, I think, having that uh, resilience to understand yourself well enough. Like you were saying, I'm a perfectionist. I know that this is something that I'm not going to say struggle with. That's who you are. And that's what makes you successful. That's what makes you so driven and being able to do such a great job for your customers. But at the yes. same time, that can lead you to burning yourself out because you're, you're mm -hmm. working so hard. You always want to deliver exceptional results. And that's very exhausting, especially when you're doing it all and trying to carry for the business yourself, wear all the hats. Definitely challenging. Yes, very that middle ground. Yeah, yeah. it's hard. You, it's Sometimes you'll tip one way or the other, but it's always a work in progress, I think, for any business owner. Yeah. Something that I was wondering when you were saying, you've got to look after yourself, find that balance. How do you cope with that? Is there anything that you found works? Because I think every business owner struggles with it, um, finding like a good balance. Yeah. yeah, look, I love my walking. I love, yeah, walking along the beach or around where I live. I find it's a good time for me to declutter and think about my day and you know, if I've had a high pressure day or something, that's an effective tool. I love my yoga. We're going out socializing with friends and family as well. And I'm trying to do more networking as well because working from home, I, one day rolls into the next and uh, and you're on the computer and you know you don't get out and meet a lot of people. And that's something I've been really craving over the last few years, particularly since COVID too. Yes. And I've recently started doing a few networking events and things like that. And oh, cool. I honestly think that I, I became a little bit introverted over the last few years <laughs> because I, no, honestly, I've I've worked yeah, from home yeah, for 11 years and like I yeah. haven't, I really miss working in a workplace and having colleagues yeah. and going to lunch and having a chat yeah. and all of that. And it's kind of just, um, that's another thing that can be isolating Definitely. as well. And I think right. a good way to cope is by putting yourself out there and going to a few networking events like what you've been doing as well. Yeah, yeah a hundred percent. Yeah. I was going to say, if you've gone to any good networking uh, events, you should let us know because I, I've been going to BX Networking, which is an Australian wide networking group. And I found it fantastic for all the reasons that you've just said. Like I've been working for myself since 2016, most of that time from a home office. And I'm yeah. extremely extroverted, Marissa. If you couldn't guess that, I love talking to people. If I could be surrounded by people 24-7, I would totally yes. do it. So for me, yeah. if I don't go out and talk to people, I go a little bit crazy. And I found yeah. definitely during the pandemic, I was like, I am losing my mind here. Like I, I need something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Yeah. It's good. So I there's, agree. There's some good strategies. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely hear everything that you're saying. Like, I, I find that works really well for me. And it's good to know that going for walks, socializing, doing networking, 
I think that's really important. Yeah. We don't realize how much we need human interaction, even if you're introverted, like it's still a really important part yeah. of being human, especially if you're working for yourself. I think it's a great way to make meet other business friends, yeah. find other clients, people will refer them yes. to you. So definitely good. Have, have you gone to BX by chance? Have you? Is that no, one? I haven't. I'm, oh. I'm in the market to find a new networking event on because I'm based on the Gold Coast. But but yep. yeah, just in the market to, to suss out somewhere new because I just want to, okay. I want to mingle. I want to get out there and try and, yeah, just meet other business owners and connect. Because awesome. you know, awesome. I'm in my element when I'm talking to other business owners. They, yeah. I feel like we really get each other. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I've always loved our conversations. That's why you were an easy first to reach out to and be like, hey, you want to be on the podcast? <laughs> So yeah, I'll send you through a link. They do have meetings in the Gold Coast. So I'll see if I can find cool. the, the local one. Awesome. Well, that's great, Marissa. Well, I think like you've given us a lot of really valuable insights in terms of how you started your business and how you manage your workload. And it's definitely challenging. I, I can relate to that 100%. Is there, I guess, anything else that you wanted to share with our audience before we go into our rapid fire kind of questions? Um, no, not really. I think if you were just wanting a few little tips, as I said, like just... um. Yeah, particularly for people starting out in business, like it takes time. Like it's not a matter of clicking your fingers. You know, it's a hard slog. So you have to be patient. You have to be a bit compassionate with yourself. You have to try and be a bit resilient through that process. It takes a while to build a client base. And after a couple of years, you'll start getting referrals and that. But obviously the first few years of business is are the toughest because this is where you're really trying to get off the ground and everything. So yeah. I think once you get past that point, um, things will start kicking into gear and you can look at building reviews and I know I've built a lot of reviews on my Facebook page that I'm really proud of and I show those to my clients too and then if ever like anyone's in any doubt about whether to go with me or whatever I show them that and they're like oh wow so I think you can build those things over time as well but it takes time and you just need to just roll the punches to an extent. Totally, totally. Yeah. I think everything good takes time. That's the model. Yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> awesome. Mara. So yeah. thanks so much for all your pearls of wisdom here. Now we're going to do a little kind of rapid fire questions. Nothing yep. scary. Just wanting to ask. I love as a geek, I love knowing like what tools people are using and things like that. So I'm going to ask you a few yep. quick questions on uh, business hacks or anything that you can recommend. Yeah. So, you ready to roll? Yeah. Yeah, go. Let's go. Awesome. <laughs> okay, cool. So the first one I think is really suitable. We've already covered it, but what's the best ritual or practice that you do to just look after yourself as a business owner? I try and factor some exercise into my day most days. Um, and if I can't do that, I you know, like I'll have a hot bath or I'll have a wind down routine at the end of the day because there's been too many times I've gone to bed and I've just laid there and your mind's mm. going around. And yeah, so I think it's good to have some you time. Even yeah. if it's an hour, half an hour in your day, every day, just to reflect and relax. Because life's not all about work. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's it. And, and especially so when you run your own business, man, I, I find I, I take my work to bed with me. <laughs> oh, you've got to disconnect at some point. Yeah. 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 Well, that's great. So I guess uh, next one would be, what's your best productivity hack? Is there a, a certain method you use or anything to help you in getting your work done? Look, when I started my business and in the earlier years, I, like anyone that's trying to build a business, you're, so, you're like an octopus and you're so trying to do so many things simultaneously mm -hmm. and then you never end up doing everything that well because you're so trying to do too much. I try and focus on one thing at a time and I know that's pretty basic kind of tip here, but um, for example, if I'm writing a client's resume, 
I'll put my phone on silent, I'll flip it over, I'll turn my emails off or whatever because every client that I'm working on is a paying client. Mm -hmm. And it might be different in customer service or retail or whatever, but for me, um, that phone call, while I'm in the middle of a client's job and I'm in the middle of a train of thought, because some of these CVs are really complex to write and you've got to get in the headspace. And if I'm picking up the phone every time, that job's going to take me twice as long to write and I'm not going to be doing as good a job for that client. So I try and, um, yeah, I just treat that client as if they're almost like standing in front of you in a way and you're just sitting on that one task at a time. And then I can do the phone calls once I've finished that client's job. That's great hack. Yeah, I definitely need to do that more yeah. often, to be honest. That's it took great. me a while to learn. I was picking <laughs> up the phone and doing this and the answering emails in between. And I just thought, this resume is taking me way longer to write than it should have. So it's just, it's you get there in the end. But yeah, that's a great productivity hack. One yeah. thing at a time. I'm going to call that the Mar- the Marissa technique. No distractions. Yeah, yeah, that'll do. <laughs> yeah, awesome. perfect. Well, I guess the, the last quick question for you is, what's your favorite app or I guess website for your business? Is there any tools that you absolutely couldn't live without? Um, I use monday.com as my nice, yeah. project management sort of scheduling tool. So I think this is a great tool for any business owner that has like a, a business servicing multiple clients or projects. And it's very color coded. I can put in different deadlines for different jobs. Honestly, back in the day, I think I had an Excel spreadsheet when I first started and yeah. I've progressed using different programs over the period of time. But this program is amazing when you're managing multiple projects simultaneously it's very visual so you can see where every job is up to you can see all the different deadlines so for me and my business um, which is very much project based and very time sensitive because Mm -hmm. I have a lot of clients that are applying for jobs with closing dates etc so I can't afford to miss that so that's a really great um, tool that I use to to manage my time and keep on track with my clients nice yeah it sounds like the perfectionist best friend like (laughs) great tool (laughs) yeah it is. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Well, awesome. I have to check out Monday. I think I've used a few similar tools to Monday, um, but definitely I've heard a few clients talk about that now. So you yeah. should probably uh, try it out, I reckon. Thanks so much. Yeah, for it's been, been really awesome chatting today just to understand the business better and your background. So really appreciate you taking the time to to jump on the podcast and, and have a chat. Is there any kind of special offers or anything that you'd like to share with our audience? Like where can people check you out? Yeah, yeah, they can jump on my website. So that's just dreamjobconsulting.com.au. They can look me up on my podcast, Your Dream Job Mentor, on all the platforms. They can send me an email. Yeah, however you want to reach out, book a call. Yeah, I'd love to have a chat and yeah, just don't don't hesitate. Yeah, awesome. Do you do career coaching for business owners as well? Or (laughs) I don't know if that's... (laughs) (laughs) I can do that. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I've helped heaps of business owners, especially... Since the pandemic, there's a lot of people that are coming out of businesses too and reinventing themselves and working in healthcare and whatever. And people are, yeah, so they're moving in and out of industries all the time. And I'm dealing with so many different circumstances and situations. So look, honestly, in 11 years, I don't reckon there's too much I haven't done in terms of the types of professions I help (laughs) people with. So I love it. It's, It's variety. It's great. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thanks again for jumping on with me today. Definitely check out Marissa's website, dreamjobconsulting.com.au. But yeah, thank you everyone for listening. And that brings us to the end of another episode of Business Owners Unite. Thank you for spending this time with us and being a part of our growing community of entrepreneurs. If you liked what you heard, 
please show your support by subscribing and leaving a review on your platform of choice. Your feedback helps us grow and continue to bring you valuable content. Remember, your business journey is unique, and we're here to support you every step of the way. Stay tuned for more inspiring stories in our upcoming episodes.